What up, Love Quest Nation? You are listening to the latest episode of our 7 p.m. SOS Saturday experience, recorded live at our location in Vancouver, BC. So come on in and enjoy a powerful right now word brought to you by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Taryn Richmond. Enjoy. be a jam-packed night. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to try to get out of your way so you guys can see this artist coming up later, scribe music, and then after him, this guy named Terrence Richmond, all the way from Oakland, California. Um, I don't know about you, but I don't got nothing else to do tonight, and so um, if you plan to go to the club after this, they're closed, so um, um, we're one of the places in this city, probably in this province, that is having a live, really good concert. And so, and then afterwards, we do not take your time lightly. Um, We will have some fellowship snacks uh, downstairs in our fellowship hall right after this. So I think you should just relax, text whoever is waiting for you later, tell them not tonight, reschedule your plans, um, because the glory of the Lord is in this place. And so, amen. And uh, Robin, again, you haven't seen nowhere near what Robin can do and will do, but Robin is up there in the balcony doing these uh, graphics on the wall. And uh, amen. You can clap for Robin. Elder John, you absolutely crushed last message. All right. Let me let me do something real quick. I'm hot. I got to start where I'm I have to I'm coming out hot right now. Okay? I ain't I ain't trying to set it up for you. I'm just going to get to punch it. Is that okay? All right. Say the glory of the Lord. That's whack. Say it a little louder. The glory of the Lord is on my life. Elder John crushed it. We was listening to it. I had to listen to it. Um, on our way over there, and um, you crushed it, man. I, I really, I'm not doing it for no applause or anything, but man, there was such an anointing, a growl, a, 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 a something just, man, amen for you and the gift that's inside of you. Um, tonight, I'm dealing with the power of his glory. Yeah, I know some of y'all want to say amen, but you see bones behind you. Um, because I want to talk tonight just briefly about all he needs is a remnant. The glory of God is all he needs to take the little piece you got. You don't need to be perfect. You don't need to have a resume. You don't need to say the right words. All you need to do is carry his glory. Don't look at those bones weird because that's what you got inside of you. That's the only thing holding you together. And sometimes when you at what you would call rock bottom, even at rock bottom, something's holding you at rock bottom. Guess what it's called? Glory. Glory works when you don't want to work, when you don't want to get up, when you don't want to say thank you, when you don't want to get out of bed. Glory is working while you're depressed. 
And what you need to do is lay down your sorrow and pick up his glory. Say power in his glory. The Lord says, give me the bones, I'll show you my glory. Give me the bones. See, see, healthy people figured this out. And they make what you call bone broth. Lord, make bone broth out of my situation. I may have nothing but bones left. I may be down and out. I may be down to my last dime. I may not have no family. I may not have no hope. But the Lord says, all I need you is to wake up today. Look to the hills from which cometh your help. My help comes from the Lord. Give me the bones. I'll show you my glory. See, and, and what's inside the bones is more healthier than what's on the bones. Yeah, chicken broth or chicken bone broth or, or bison bone broth, whatever kind of broth from bones you want to make, man, there is so much nutrients. Ask the Good, good Life Ministry. Ask Natalia. She was up here. She'll tell you all about bone broth. Sergio would know about bone broth because he married to, to Miss Bone Broth. Amen. But what you got to understand is where I grew up, the, the, the chicken wasn't over because no meat was on the bones. There's nutrients after what you want. You want. You think the glory is the meat. You think the glory is, is the fat. But the glory is in the bones. At, at, at very bougie, very bougie restaurants, you can order. Um, uh, uh, what is it, babe? Help me out. Huh? You, you can order what? So, come on. You can order what? No, now, wait a minute. You would think that's a waste of money. Because ain't no meat on it. You think waking up today was a waste of time because you lost your job or because somebody walked out on you or somebody don't agree with you. You think it's over because you ain't got no meat on your situation, no hope in your life or nobody rooting for you or nobody agreeing with what you said God said or you don't got nobody going left with you, everybody going right. But I'm here to tell you, if you give God the bones, he will what? Show you his glory. Can I get an amen? God does not need much. He don't need much. God don't need what you lost. He just needs what you got left. Woo! Hey, God don't need what you lost. All he needs is what you got left. A good grandmama knows how. She say, baby, I ain't go grocery shopping today, but go and sit down right here. Let me look in my cabinets. She'll grab a can of this. She'll grab the last little bit of lettuce. She'll grab some broth. She'll make you some soup out of nothing. That's what a good woman, that's what a good man to do. You always got something. They make that hot water cornbread. My, my kids, look around, daddy, we ain't got nothing to eat. No, you just want to eat out. We got food. Daddy, can you go buy some bread? We got bread, although it might be Ezekiel bread, it's still what? Bread. You might not have the life you want, but you still got what? Life. Can I get an amen? Look 
up and see the glory of God working in your life. And in Nehemiah says, verse 1, chapter 1, verse 3, and they said to me, the remnant, say remnant. Come on, one more time, say remnant. And they said to me, the remnant there in the province, B.C., who escaped exile are in great trouble and reproach. Let me tell you, if you didn't know, I know you're in a beautiful country and a beautiful province, but Vancouver's in trouble. The government's in trouble. The world is in trouble. Borders don't stop trouble. It ain't just the United States. BC is in trouble. Anybody without the Lord is in trouble. And the Lord is always, he doesn't matter how much trouble a city is in, all he needs is a remnant. Yes, the, the remnant there in the province who escaped exile are in great trouble and reproach. And the wall of Jerusalem is broken down and its fortified gates and de are destroyed by fire. What, you, what used to keep, keep you secure, secure. What used to keep you secure. And, and that, that's what the world, when the pandemic came, your job, you was used to going to the gym. Now the gym closed. You don't want to do push-ups. You don't want to do jail exercise. You want to be cute on your little aerobic thing with your headband. And you want to, you want to, you want to do all kinds of stretches in front of people and, and stretch in front of the guys in your leotards. But it's lonely in the garage doing this because can't nobody see your glory. Yeah, and now you run into a world that, that it, a mental illness, alcohol, drugs have skyrocketed because your security has now been breached. Your gates, what used to protect you, has now been broken into. And now you hear a louder cry of, of what must I do to be saved? Where, where, where can I find hope? Where can I find help? Where can I find joy? look at what God says when I heard this Nehemiah says I sat down and wept and mourned for days and fasted and prayed constantly before the God of heaven God will always preserve a person to preserve a people God will always preserve a person I know don't get caught up on the always I spelled it like that for a reason I was rushing but you get the point. Amen. Always. Always. Say always. God will always preserve a person. You think that your life is so bad and you're wondering how you made it this far is because God, I think you're in the always. God has preserved you so he can preserve a people. And that people may be your family. Yeah, your life ain't as bad as you think it is. You have been preserved for such a time as this. You, you waiting for grandpa or grandma or uncle or brother or mama or boyfriend to get off drugs or whatever you're doing. But God needs to preserve you so he can preserve them. Yes, he's looking for carriers of his glory carriers of his glory 
We carry a whole lot of stuff around and I don't even need to get into it because right now you, you know what you carry and you know what you pack and you know what you was carrying all week from depression to drugs to addiction to insecurities. We carry a lot. But how about you carry for the rest of 2020, you decide to carry the glory of God. I don't care what I'm going through. I might not have no money in my pockets, but guess what? I got glory in my soul. Yeah, you can walk out on me. I might not have no friends, but I got glory. As long as I got glory, I got a chance. Yes, there's something in you God's need out of you to get into someone else. You're not as bad as you thought. Yeah, there's some... There's, even if it's a little bit of glory, all he needs is a little bit of glory. There's something inside of you that God needs to get it to somebody else. You're carriers of his glory. No matter how bad you are, how much you've sinned, he still stores glory inside of you. Man, I've fornicated, I've slept around, I've drank, I've smoked, I've cussed, I've, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've, I have been, I have lived dark life. It's dark, it's dark, it's a little darker than me. You can laugh. I'm comfortable in my skin, I'm good, you can laugh. I have lived a very dark life. And the whole time I was in the club, the Lord never took his glory from me. It was me turning to him that made me aware of who he was in me. You don't need to change to get, to, to get glory in you. You just need to wake up. You can't carry glory and booty. You, you, can't, you, can't, do, you can't do that. You just can't do it. But look, God is not shifting or taking or canceling his glory. He is in you. You are glory stock. Let me help you. Some of y'all don't even, some of you think God is glory and you don't realize how much you are glory. I know. Should I say amen to that? Because that might not be true. I'm going to help you in a minute. Say glory. A remnant is defined as a small surviving group of people. It is sometimes defined as something left over. I don't know about you, but um, some people in here have been outcasts, misfits in their family. You've been treated like leftovers. At other times, it is defined as a leftover piece of fabric remaining, ooh, fabric, after the rest has been used up or sold. A remnant, a remnant. Second Kings, as a man was being buried, ooh, y'all not ready for this, an open bear or a casket, such a band was seen coming, a band of people was coming. A band of people was coming. I want you to see this. There was a band of people carrying a dead man. All these people carrying a dead man. Say dead man. But it wasn't the living people who brought the dead man back to life. It was the dead man who still had glory in his bones. Hey, if you even when you dead... What you leave behind has glory in it. And the man was cast into Elisha's grave. You didn't fooled around and met the wrong human being. That's how I feel. 
you come into my life, you didn't mess with the wrong person. You, you, you didn't, you're not going like, you're not going to get over no more. You're not going to be able to be phony no more. You're not going to go without some accountability no more. You didn't mess with the wrong person that's carrying glory. And that's what the world needs to encounter is people carrying glory. Unashamed of, of their Jesus. Unashamed of living holy. Holy, let me tell you, holy is super swag. You might have swag, but holy is super swag. Holy means I don't need what the world got. I'm good who I am in Christ. I don't need to fit in. I don't need to do what they do. I don't need to believe what they believe. Walk out on me. I'm good all by myself. I am good. That's swag. Look, look, look. Holy swag is the narrow gate people. They don't mind walking through the narrow gate. They don't mind going against the grain. They don't mind being misunderstood, overlooked, because they know the glory of God is upon them. And when your eyes open, you're going to see who I is. Yeah. And the man Elisha's grave. And when the man being let down touched the bones. When he touched the what? The bones. When he touched the bones. See, you looking in the, I think you're looking in the wrong places. Here it is. You can eat that, that beautiful grass-fed chicken or bison or whatever you want to do. Take all the meat. Leave me the bones, and I'll drink bone broth. Let's see who gets that nourishment. You had all these living people carrying a dead man. People who had to know God, heard of God. But it was someone who honored God while they was living. That when he was gone, the anointing was still in his bones. The glory that's in you is not over when your physical man died. <laughs> Shekabod says... And when the man being let down touched the bones of Elisha, look what it says. He revived and stood on his feet. You talk about a comeback party. You talk about a comeback story. I'm dead. You guys are singing songs, taking me to the grave. And then the grave you decide to lay me in, I touch somebody who used to live, and I come back alive. What a testimony. And look, look let me tell you something. Some of you in here may be as dead as Elisha's bones was. People have written you off. But there's something inside of you that will cause someone else to bounce back. Elisha carried the glory of God. Elisha's mantle wasn't gone when his body was gone. Clearly, the miracle signs and wonders. God even honored his anointing and his mantles even when he was dead and gone. I wonder what's inside of you. I'm showing you this is a man who had glory in him. All I need is one word filled with glory. Me and my wife is in Canada off of one word. You don't know how many words we got opposed to the one word. You don't know how many things showed us we shouldn't be here. But all we needed was one word dripped in his glory. People walk away. People say what they say. People misunderstood. But when you carry his glory, his glory protects. 
It empowers you. It secures you. And we're in a world where we're looking for everything else but God's glory to satisfy our lives. So Isaiah, it sounds like Isaiah 60, arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Rise to a what? New life. Shine. Say shine. Be radiant with the what? Glory of the Lord. With the what? Be radiant with the what? Glory of the Lord. For your light has come in the what? Glory of the Lord has risen upon you. I don't know about you, but the glory of the Lord is not just upon me. It's within me. For he, for behold, darkness shall cover the what? Earth and dense darkness, all peoples. But the Lord shall what? Arise upon you, O Jerusalem, and what? His glory shall be what? Seen. So the glory of the Lord should be seen on you. <laughs> Look, you can go dress in some nice clothes. That don't mean glory. Moses goes to be in the presence of God and he came down and, and, and the glory of the Lord was upon him. Glory helped him lead people across the Red Sea. Glory will help you do the impossible. Glory will help you have joy when you for sure have a reason and should be depressed. Glory. Yes. And nations shall come to your light and the kings to the brightness of your what? Rising. Lift up your eyes round about you and see. See what? The glory of the Lord is in this city. The difference from those that have really risen in God's purpose in 2020 versus those who are hesitant, fearful, running, trying to find security is perspective. 2019, the word of the Lord was given to LoveQuest. What was it? Eyes to see. Why would he tell us? Everything was cool 2019 going into 2020. Eyes to see because it was going to be gross darkness. And I tell you that this, this community has multiplied. It has thrived. It has reaped. And the glory of the Lord rests in this place upon his people because we've lifted up our eyes round about us and we see God moving. I see God moving more than what the news is telling you. Yes, there's a great, great injustice, but I see God moving. There's hundreds of thousands of people that have died in months, but I still see God moving. Please tell me in history when people haven't been mistreated, when people haven't died of disease. Please tell me. This is not new news. And in every generation, God has moved. He's transformed culture. He's impacted lives. What we're seeing is not new. It's just magnified because we love our phones. We got that, what you call, share button. And we spread news faster than a pandemic can spread a disease. But in the midst of it all, the glory of God has risen upon his people. And he's challenging you to lift up your eyes to see. I'll close here. Mm-hmm. 
See the caterpillar, caterpillar, the caterpillar had the DNA of a butterfly before it was a butterfly. All he needs is the caterpillar. You have the mustard seeds. You have seeds, and seeds turn into big oak trees. They turn into, you have one apple seed, and you see an apple tree. All he needs is a remnant. All he needs is a, a little bit. But you notice increase is always for other people. I ate one plum at lunch as a little kid, went home, planted one seed from something that was mine, but I decided to sow it. And because I sowed it, that tree was there for 30 plus years, feeding a lot of people. What's inside of you that God is asking you to sow? Release into the earth, release into your neighbor, release into your coworkers. We see in Genesis 2, but there went up a mist from the land that watered the whole surface of the ground. I like to say, glory was the mist. Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath or spirit of life. And man became a what? Living being. You were made out of glory. He, made, he formed us out of the dust and then glory himself breathed into you. Without God, you wouldn't be here. You're borrowing breath right now. Your breath is not yours. Go ahead, try to hold it. You need somebody to keep you breathing. You're so bad. You're so big and bad. Hold your breath. You couldn't do it. You need God to keep you. You need God to keep breathing on you so you can keep breathing here. What's keeping you breathing? The glory of the Lord. How can you say that? We've made glory out of this big old gold dust thing. No, the glory of the Lord, the Bible says, Moses says, show me your glory. The Lord said, okay, cool. I'll show you all my goodness. What's the glory of God? His goodness. How do you carry his glory? You praise him. For being what? Good. For being what? Faithful. For being faithful. You look at Ezekiel, he spoke to the bones. God would not ask you to speak to the bones if you didn't have what was in you to bring the bones alive. I'm preaching to somebody that really came here for the word as well as some music, but without the word, he sent his word to heal our what? Disease. God cannot ask you from, for something that he has not deposited in you. He said, Ezekiel, speak to those dry bones. No, 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 no. I'm not going to speak to them. I put me in you. You speak to the dry bones. My question to you, do you believe that the bones of Vancouver, your family members, your auntie, your uncle, do you believe these bones can live? Yeah. He can only ask from you what he's placed in you. He asked you to release glory because he gave you glory. Freely you have received. Freely you shall what? Give. And if you can't give it, my question to you, maybe you haven't received it. But just because you haven't received it don't mean he haven't gave it. I'll speak these over you. Here we go. The glory of God is health to your bones. The glory of God is the goodness of God. 
the glory of God is in a hopeless world. The it's, ho it, it, it's hope in a hopeless world. The glory of God is the empowering presence of God. The glory of God is the intervening acts of God's grace and mercy. The glory of God has kept you when you didn't want to keep yourself. Glory of God kept some of y'all marriages together when they should have been over. The glory of God is in this place. Why do we challenge you to worship and lift your hands and open your mouth? Because you got glory in you. Nobody just want to smell your little stanky breath. You got glory in you. You got glory in you. How selfish are you to sit and be quiet when you got goodness inside of you? I don't care what you're going through. You got a God you've been faithful inside of you. You got a God you're so good. You got a God I love you. You got a God thank you. You got a God thank you for keeping me. Thank you for feeding me. Thank you for protecting me. All of that is the glory of God. When you sit down and eat at nighttime, guess what? That's glory. Not everybody eating. When you wake up in the morning, that's glory. Not everybody woke up. When you go to work every day, not everybody got a job. That's glory. If you got a mama that's on drugs, at least you got a mama. Some people mama dead. You still got a chance. Say glory. Come on, say glory. Say glory. Say show me your glory. If you for your glory reigning in this place come on up thank you and I thank you as we praise you tonight as we hippity hop and sing and dance and Lord that your glory gets stirred up people lives be radically changed and transformed in the mighty name of Jesus we pray Thanks for joining us. Stay connected with us by following us on social media at LoveQuest INTL Church. And join us next time as we dig into another powerful word. Enjoy the rest of your day. And in the meantime, get your love fix, man. S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S, I'm not a